the National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. Out in front to Williams. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. Takes a shot, she scores! See the full schedule and find where to watch at IONNWSL.com. At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray Strandom wing chair, was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. Here's your Sports Center update on Score North at ScoreNorth.com because our friends at Bristol have decided not to put anything on the air. My name is Chris Reavers. Breaking news, Mike, Coach oh, Mike sorry, take it away, Bristol. with an encouraging update on freshman Zion Williamson. We don't have a timetable, but the preliminary reports that we have on Zion's injury are all uh, uh, optimistic. Yeah, very, very good. And the fact that it's, it's a stable condition, a mild sprain. Coach K on basketball and beyond on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM. He says they'll know more about the prognosis in the next day or two. Duke's next game is Saturday at Syracuse. Orange coach Jim Beheim spoke briefly with his team today but did not attend practice. Beheim was driving a car that struck and killed a man on Interstate 690 after last night's win against Louisville. According to police, Beheim was not impaired and was trying to avoid a car in the middle of the road that was involved in a separate crash. NBA doubleheader on ESPN Radio starting at 7.30 Eastern tonight. The All-Star Weekend is behind us, and the race to the postseason is about to heat up. The Celtics travel to Milwaukee to face the Bucks, followed by the Rockets and Lakers. Tonight at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Presented by Indeed. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. And they said it couldn't be done. It is the Beer Show here on Score North and online. We are scorenorth.com. My name is Chris Reavers. Alongside of Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. How you doing, Reavers? I am great. Um, I, I successfully navigated after that brilliant top of the hour Sports Center to the uh, the Gopher game because they had it on some digital uh, billboard. Thing. You excited about this? Uh, well, you know, it's 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 Gopher basketball. It's it's one of my. It's in my. Let's see. What's my pecking order? Uh, let's see, Twins, yeah, go for basketballs. I might like top four. You were saying to me that this is so extra for you. You just love go for basketball. I do. And we are inside of the TCL broadcast studios and this, 
this spanking new TCL TV is just it's beautiful. But I but you I don't it, have it on. The I know HD. I put it on the low def yeah. channel. Uh, <laughs> I uh, found uh, the game, but I put it in the low def channel. I love, this so. is like a sixty inch TCL <laughs> Roku TV, and it's it. And it's, I have the thirty inch feed. Like the thirty inch feed. <laughs> yeah, why don't you throw that sucker up there? Let's well, here you, I'm going to put you in charge. Oh, okay, here. you're, you're going to be in charge let of me, that. Let me so just do this. I have a bone to pick, and it's not necessarily with you, Mr. Fredaloni. No, me. no, God, no. I love you to death. Okay, I wouldn't checking. I wouldn't pick your bone. Excuse me. Um, but I do have a bone to pick, and it's it's we're all at that time of the year mm-hmm. where alcohol is such a necessity right sure. now because we're all on edge. People are getting crazy. Be, and it's we all have cabin fever, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. know, we, we've all been inside. We're starting to see those record highs be in the 60s. Yeah. You know, are, the, are we? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. The record highs. The record yes, highs. Yes, okay. you know, at some Not point, our highs, but no, yeah. no. But yeah. but, but yeah. we've all been in there. In some year, it was sixty today. These yeah. are the times where we're seeing the the spring training photos mm-hmm. from Fort Myers because yeah. Patrick loves to rub it Everybody's in her face on vacation. that we're not there. You know, I was just in San Diego a couple of weeks ago, so I've I've kind of put winter in my rearview sure. mirror. But but I always say, for instance, yesterday we had the we had the big the big snowstorm mm-hmm. that canceled all the schools. You know, a lot of people stayed off the roads, which yeah, is, I think, nice. what what helped a lot a lot of travel. My, my my commute in general, but then <laughs> you see the finish line. You're like, okay, we're almost there. Yeah. Just a couple more weeks, and then you get the forecast. And it's like, wait, it's going to be eighteen as a daytime high in yeah. a week? No, or that's, that's not right. Daytime high is going to be one. In a week. I mean, it's going to be crappy. So, and we're supposed to get a ton of snow again this weekend. Well, you're happy. You know, let me let me state this because people are actually kind of mad. Why? Right? At you? And just in general. Sure. This is uh, Fratelloni's is here for you. <laughs> but we're I, I've been living in Minnesota my entire life. Right. I'm 48 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of this. <laughs> Right. And it's great. Get out of my head. That's where I was going with this. Business is great. And and Fredaloni's is here to help our customers. Right. Mm -hmm. We're here. We have all the stuff. But I get I'm feeling it, too. I'm feeling I I live in St. Paul. Mm -hmm. My roads, you can't even walk down them, more or less drive. It is crazy how bad it is. And Mm -hmm. luckily, I have a garage, so I get to park my car in a garage. But all my neighbors have to park on the street. It's like. It looks like a war zone out in St. Paul right now with this amount of snow. And that was where I was leading to because. I was talking to my dad about a week ago, and um, all things good. You know, my, my dad was involved in like a a minor accident. He's okay. Mm-hmm. He, and my dad's a retired cop. Sure. You know, he he was driving. This is his post retirement. Sure. Get me out of the so he's job. He's still getting his pension, job, but I want another job. But I yeah. want another job. Yeah. So he was he was in a minor accident, and we had the conversation of dad. Why are you still working? Like, what are yeah. you? He's like, well, I'm I'm gonna go nuts if I don't if I don't yeah, have a job. Not? Keep keeps so that yeah. that wasn't the conversation. But I thought sure. before I get to his age, you know, I'm his oldest child, mm-hmm. and I thought before I get to his age, I hope to God I'm not. And I love it here. I've always told everybody that doesn't live in this market that mm-hmm. asks me why do you live in Minnesota. I always say, eight months out of the year, this is the greatest place the in the best. world to live. It yes. really yep. is. Yep. You get all the seasons. Fall is my favorite. Spring mm-hmm. is second. Because I don't like it when it gets super hot either. Sure. But I don't care. But eight months out of the year, this is the greatest place in the world to live. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? I hope I get sick of it enough that I'm not going to spend my winters in the Here. state of Minnesota. Yeah. And maybe well, that makes me a sellout. I have no, no idea. No, I mean, if you can be lucky enough to do that, right, that's awfully nice. But not everybody can do that. Sure. Right? You'd, some no, people I get just, that part. And you have family here. And, you know, uh, my family's, my father, you know, he's been working in the hardware stores every day of his life for mm-hmm. 45 years. Mm-hmm. Well, he spends some time down in Florida during the winter. 
He gets bored, crazy bored. <laughs> well, it's just him and my mom. Right. There's nothing to do. He golfs, right? But there's nothing to do. And I, he loves the weather down there. But he's like calling me all day today, like, oh, it's how, you know, how many snowblowers are selling? He wants to be up in the action. He doesn't want to experience <laughs> he's the in cold. in Florida calling you back home asking how kind many snowblowers. Sounding jealous. Like, <laughs> I wish I was there for this fun time. But, you know, he's 76 and been doing hardware his entire life. If, that's, if, that's, if you can't live in Florida blood. when you're yeah. 76, something's wrong, right? right? If you've been working hard for your whole life, it would be nice if you got down there. So that leads me to my question because when, when we were gone, there's there's the anticipation and the the anxiety of getting back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in Southern California is beautiful, but it listen, yes, is the weather perfect? Yeah, pretty much. Sure, pretty much. However, you know, you're dealing with other things where you know high taxes. Uh, you know, well, we have that. You're paying, but you're paying eight dollars mm-hmm. for a gallon of milk. Sure. You know, there's things like that there's where some, you yeah. you all of a sudden start to add up. Well, well, maybe it isn't so great to to be out here mm-hmm. or to to be spending all of your days out here. But you know who really crossed a line today? And there, so I'm getting to this. You know who really crossed a line today? Who was that? Our buddy Jeff Merriman. And what did he do? You, you guys, you, Jeff, you remember Jeff? Yeah, Jeff from Northern, um, not Northern. What's the Northern? Yeah, Northern Brewer. Northern, Northern Brewer. I couldn't think of the word brewer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was thinking Northern Hydraulics, but that was not it. No, multiple okay. multiple time guests. Uh, works for this great company. Call us they, a homebrew. Yep, no. a homebrew specialist sure. is what we like to call it. No. Knows all about it. I bet he, he recently just got married. We like to make fun of him a lot on the show. But he's posting on social media. I, I don't know if. He went if this was a business trip or or if he and the new bride just went out as 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 on a vacation. Sure. But he's posting from all of these tap rooms in in the uh, Southern California area, and you're getting mad. Oh, I, no, no, not at all. I I felt bad because he was just getting bombarded with "you suck." Yeah, you know? uh, <laughs> that's thought, why he kept doing it. Well, yes. and, and no. so I kept my posting to a minimum mm-hmm. just because I didn't want that kind of reaction from people saying oh you're just trying to rub it in yeah, well i'm not trying no. to rub it in i was just like yes. oh i'm enjoying time with my family I know, i'm trying to think of whether i want to get off of social media oh boy we're gonna get heavy here on, right? on the beer show i can't think of what good it's brought me you're in a different position you're i in, love i love social you, media for okay there's people either who do twitter mm-hmm. or who don't understand why anybody would be on twitter and i follow you on twitter and every blue moon i go on and unless you're locked onto Twitter every single second, nothing is important on Twitter. Sure. I don't need to read your tweets that are more than a day old because that's long old news, mm-hmm. right? So I have to look at Twitter every second to see if you're going to say something pithy. <laughs> well, how, how many times so, do you log into Twitter in a day? Me? Yes. Well, I, I have three devices where I'm just automatically logged into oh, okay well my, my how many phone times are you watching twitter and, and posting on twitter in a day Ooh, a lot more than i should be okay but but a lot of it is because of the the, the job that i have uh, joe sushray has your job how many times does he he, d- he doesn't do social no media. he doesn't but uh, but here's what i will say <laughs> okay i will say that for better or for worse mm-hmm. the world that we live in and the industry from six to seven yes. p.m on thursday nights the 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 industry that you and i work in is is for better or for worse controlled by social media and and I get it I get both sides of the argument the oh. pro and the con I trust me I totally get it I though think it's how do I want to say this for better or for worse I personally think that it's made it better and I'll I'll explain okay. why before so when I first started in radio in two thousand and one 
Yes, Jonathan, I'm that old. Shut up. <laughs> in 2001, when I first started in radio, as I was as I was getting done with college, it was it, the internet was 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 relevant, and mm-hmm. you use the internet, but but it wasn't. You know, you still had to you know dig to find sure. something. Whether it was if you were working for a music station, you know, you still had to find uh, articles on an artist that you were maybe going to interview, or something you were going to promote, or a new record that you were set to release. It took a little bit of work mm-hmm. before that. Oh dear God! Can't it was it. you had to call the library to find out, and you had to call the newspaper. Book exactly. Yeah. So it just took much more extensive work. At the same time, there was a lot more effort applied to that, thus creating extensive research. Mm-hmm. Where today, people are running with stuff on the air, albeit sometimes a little, a little preemptively. I think so. And, and, and we've seen that we, we've seen the case with, um, Smollett yeah. where everybody ran to the defense of this person. Yes. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just give it a second mm-hmm. to breathe. And then it turns oh. out now that he is the suspect in the case of filing a false. So I, what I'm saying is it's, it's the, it's the rush to have everything first society that we now currently live in, as opposed to, wow, I got, this breaking news instantly on my phone and I can go with it to the audience that tunes in to listen to me. When, when news outlets we're getting heavy quote Twitter in their news stories. That bugs me. I'm like, what What are you doing? Right. That bugs Twitter me. is like the bastardized version of anything. <laughs> Why would you possibly quote that in a television or newspaper? I mean, I, I, I it, get, it could I be a guy that. that knows nothing about it. It seems as though some people feel that Jesse should be let free from his fake hate crime. It's like, no, no some people don't feel that. One random Twitterer does. Right. That doesn't count as some and people. That's that's one of the things that, that bugs me because if you find, and we see it with kind of the mob mentality mm-hmm. that we have, and it, and it, and it applies to... The um the the beer world the 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 service industry world a lot too where I've seen that underbelly where one person will complain about something whatever mm. it is and that almost garners more attention than the one hundred plus people that were totally cool with Absolutely. whatever and didn't comment or didn't say anything. It only matters when you're yeah. screaming the loudest about the most objectionable thing. Right, right. So I'm going to scream the loudest about the beer that we're going to drink tonight. Okay. I'm going to break this down for you. I'm freaking out. You know why? You are tweaking. You know why? I'm going to, you know what's why? going on? Because I went to the green room, and you know how much beer is in the green room? Uh-oh. I didn't check. Did you notice any? No. This is the first show in over five years where guess what happened? What? Not one ounce of beer. Anyway, this is my Thursday night beer time. This is an outrage. What? Everybody's fired. We have an Jonathan, you're fired too. Incredible Been brewer. Been five in. months. <laughs> We have an incredible brewery in today, a heritage brewery that goes back hundreds of years. And guess how much we're going to be able to have of it tonight? You know what? I'm going to hold out hope because I didn't. I didn't go in the green room. I just briefly went in there to grab you and say mm-hmm. hi. I, di- I didn't even. I didn't even take a, a survey of the landscape at all. Yes. But when they come in, maybe we'll hold out hope that it's such a heritage brewery. Maybe. And that everything's going to be catered, delivered and and oh. hand spun to our We need to make the green room great again. <laughs> we really do. That's Mike Fredaloni <laughs> with Fredaloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. We're going to step aside for just a brief moment. You're listening to the Beer Show live on Score North and scorenorth.com.
Welcome back to the beer show here on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's time for the weekly beer run with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. If you aren't familiar, folks, and uh, you've been listening to this show or this station for some time, then shame on you because they have not one but two of the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. It's not even close. They're located in uh, South Minneapolis at the corner of Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And uh, Tom is here this evening representing Elevated. Good after, or good evening, sir. Hey, how are you doing? So a quick antidote before we get to our uh, featured guest this okay. week. So, uh, Mike, a little different. this would have been... Uh, two weeks ago? When was the last time you run, Tom? Uh, was it two weeks ago or were you on last week? I was on last week. It was last week. Okay. okay. Yep. It, you're right. It was. Yep. So last week, Tom was here. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because I like to give out the flavor that I'm interested in sure. or something that I like to try or, or what have you. And so a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had the guys on from Drucker Brewing Company. Yes. And uh, I had mentioned that the, we had tried the Honey Bee. And I thought, wow, this is this is really Love good. Yep. So Jim, who works at the South Minneapolis location, texted Tom and said, "Tell Dummy, meaning me, <laughs> sure. that uh, we're setting aside some of the honeybee for him, and I'll I'll keep it here because they were pretty much going to run out of that's, it right away." That's your code name. That's dummy. my code name is Dummy, which is here for co- Dummy. Completely cool with me. And so, what did I do the next day? I went there and, of course, got that and nice. some other stuff because that's how they do business. At elevated. That's pretty cool. When you either have an, a solution or you have a problem reverse, when the guy at the liquor store texts you and says, tell dummy I got his <laughs> booze waiting for him. Yeah. Um, that's what I found really interesting about Drecker is Jim said to us, Tom, that it's Drecker Day is like Thursdays. Yep. Or, or is it Wednesday? Something Thursday. like that. Thursday. Yeah. It comes yeah. in Thursday. And you guys were having a tasting on Friday. <laughs> and people were coming in Thursday. And they were like, oh, we have to save some of the beer for Friday. And <laughs> so people were losing their stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, is Drecker just that po- that profitable and that cool? You know, it's still their really kind of uh, limited production. So, mm. you know, it's that scarcity kind of. And, you know, it's people a great, want it's a great what product. They can't have. They, yeah. It is a great product. Yeah, they, so, they made I mean, some great beers. Those two things come together to create that kind of problem. But I will say this and that's why uh, i personally have fallen in love with both of your stores is not just that you and ryan you know were one of our first guests ever to become to be on this show but you guys really stick to what you stand by and that's the consistency the knowledge and the promotion of really good great craft beer yeah absolutely and we're excited to bring back uh, a friend old time friend of of the show multi I always, I always try to like tie in like the Saturday Night Live thing. You I think know? I'd be the five time guy. You're the five time. Are you really the five time guy? I made the club. Nice, nice. He's the Chevy Chase then of guest hosts. I'd rather be that than Baldwin. So okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you we, sir are no Baldwin. I, I should say this is Joe Gooden from Polliner Brewing. How you doing, Joe? Good. How are you doing? Good. Excellent. So you are officially now in the five-time club. Yeah, so this will be the fifth time. Usually we do like Oktoberfest or some summertime. Yeah. Do a little bit different here in the winter. And, you know, a special time for our brewery specifically is this time of the year, actually. Why is that? Yeah. Well, the Paul Honor Brewery is actually founded for uh, by a bunch of monks, of course. And the monks actually created a specific style of beer that's become popular that the Paul Honor monks created, which became a Doppelbach. Mm-hmm. Uh, our brand is called the Salvador. And long story short, this beer is used specifically for fasting during Lent. 
So coming up here in Lent, <laughs> I don't know if that counts. <laughs> that I'm pretty sure if I went to my church, my kids shut school, up, Fred Aloni. Yeah, of course, I'm counts. not going to eat a thing, but I'm going to drink a lot of double well, wine. You know, damn you just, right. You just get drunk and pray to Jesus for 40 <laughs> days, I guess, and they're done them. that. Love it. Or, or you tell the wife, "I've given up beer." Except, <laughs> God has allowed me Gotta eat. one bite. That's the nice thing about be, being Catholic is you can say, I'm oh. going to drink instead of eat. And that counts still. I a think you get away things, with that. Especially yeah. on Friday still. And all so that tell us, how, how does that work in Germany? What do people do with your double back? Well, right now, it's specifically, it's a kind of a cool time. So there is Oktoberfest, which is a big thing. Mm-hmm. We have something over there called Salvaterfest, or also known as Stark Beer Fest. It's a dark beer festival. Okay. So it's kind of like the secret festival for a beer fest in Munich that people really don't know as much about except for the locals. But it's 3,000 people in a beer hall drinking liters of 8% beer and listening to some excellent music. And it's so in spring? It's in the springtime, Isn't correct. that counterintuitive, dark beer in the spring? Well, how does that work? That's just a traditional time for the beer, okay. and so that's kind of how it works. So mm. this beer is made in the 1600s, and they didn't they made beer just for what it was, and this was light years before lagers and the pilsners and everything. Okay. So, yeah. That's and, yeah, cool. you can only get it in the liter. You can't order a, a, a short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? so, so yeah, oh, one one liter, you're good. Two, it's dangerous. Three, they call it beardalation, which means beer. Three, zo- it's night night time. <laughs> which, which means beer zombies. It's just you're uh, you're in trouble at that point. You know, I made a comment in the beginning segment. These guys might not have heard it because they were in the green room, and I don't think the show was on. But I said this is the first time in five and a half oh, years yes. of our show. Yes. Do you notice something that's different about this? Fifth and a half year time. That what's different about this current Wait, show right well, now? Ooh, let me take a guess yes, first. Yes. Um, is it all of the cameras and tripods that are currently no, sitting in this room? No, it's not the cameras okay. and tripods. Tom, can you think of anything that's different about this specific hmm. show? What's different about what you see in front of you? Is it all the bobbleheads that are sitting in yeah, front of Tom? A, there's a dozen bobbleheads here. No, <laughs> it is the first, and this is the only time Joe's ever done this too. We don't have one beer here tonight. Damn it, Joe! We've never had a dry beer show in our existence. <laughs> I have the beer. I was told I was going to bring it in. Who said that? What? Oh that God. person Who's is fired now. <laughs> Your wife called me and was concerned about you know, I'm not married. He's a liar. No, he met my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He met my wife. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, feels so much better. And by the way, yeah. she absolutely would have called him to tell him not to bring any in. By the way, well, we have a bunch of the Bach if you want. Oh. So we're all covered. Thank God, this show's finally worth listening to again. You made me have a heart attack. Like I'm being a bad guy, not bringing beer. I wait, got you covered. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now I'm really worried. Why is that? Who else does my wife have numbers to? That's in concert with my me and my if, professional. If life. you're on the show five times, it's automatic. Now. You Everyone know? gets their oh number boy. on the fifth time. Now right? I'm really worried. Um, okay, so let's let's reset a bit. So yep. we're doing a tasting, obviously, yep. and that's what we do uh, every single week uh, in, in concert with not only this this radio show, but the appearance of the special mm-hmm. guest this week. And my guest is going to be this Friday from five to seven p.m. at the South Minneapolis location, and this. Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake location. You can go there, get all of your wares, everything that you need to get through another godforsaken frozen hellhole of a weekend in this state. Uh, but you're also going to get to try and sample this great beer for free. So I was uh, clearing snow off my roof for four hours today, mm. and you know what? Sounds good after that. A nice oh. thick bock. Oh, yeah. You know, it's got that sustenance. It's got the protein gives right back to your muscles, I think. <laughs> does, it, absolutely. Does, does it have protein in it? Don't, don't quote me on that. That would be they the best like beer a, in the world. Yeah, but he can say that. Yeah. Joe put, can't. They should put nutrition facts on there. It's just one meal. One, one, one meal This is body. better than muscle it's, it's milk. It's debatable because I, I do see that some... 
American breweries are starting to go that route. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Really? The nutrition the facts for our beers would be very beneficial. We use four ingredients, mm-hmm. essentially. You know, so, I mean, they're very, I guess, healthier style of a beer overall. Really? You know, not as much calories. The Bach will have a lot of calories, but like our traditional lager and wheat beer, it ain't crazy. It's not a light beer, but it's not crazy. You know what? You you raised something extremely interesting, and I you, you might have uh, got to this however accidentally that you did, but... but Honest to God, I wonder if that's going to be the next trend. We've always seen how, whether it's the the, the spiked seltzers and everybody wants to grow on that. And, and I hate using the word trend because I know that people in your position just scoff at that. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to gr- create a good product that people are going to want to try. Well, you saw but with, I wonder if, if that is the next step. You saw it with the Super Bowl ads with yep. the Bud Light thing where they're kind of going after Miller Light and Coors Light for using corn syrup. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're that, right. That yes. whole kerfuffle about you know, whether or not that's good or bad, you can kind of make your own decision on that. But the writing's on the wall there as they're trying to compete with craft uh, in any way they can. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the ways to do it. But, you know, if you drink 12 Miller Lights or three IPAs, you know, it, it, it's not, it, you know, if you have to drink more of them, you know, to have your same uh, evening. What sure, if you drink say. 12 IPAs? <laughs> you know, well, you might be, then you're saving 24 Miller Lights. I so guess, right? let me ask Joe this because I, I'm doing a little investigating because I remember this about Paul Honor. Pronounce it for me so I'm not screwing it up. Paul Honor. I don't care Paul as long Honor. as you sell it okay. for me on the show. You're <laughs> the man. It, 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 it started, <laughs> okay, I'm looking at it. It started in 1634. Correct. Oh. So that's when the monks were brewing this beer specifically. How cool is that? Yeah. So how many, because it's a great trend, and I'm sure you guys have made 40 million of them in those 400 years or yep. 300 or whatever, 400 years. How many... Uh, you know, IPAs have you guys made? <laughs> zero point zero. So you should maybe you know what we need just for stop, absolute stop, stop, kicks. Stop, stop. Oh, make go. an IPA every five hundred years. Don't answer that yet. <laughs> Don't answer that yet. I'm going to talk to now new producer uh, Brendan, who is here in studio. Uh, this is uh, an on-air production meeting. We're going to need the uh, weekly Mike Fredoloni IPA update because yes. he asks the same guest every single week why they don't make more IPAs. Is that doable? Can we do that? Yeah, I'll get our staff right on that. All right, perfect, perfect. <laughs> well, to your- so this is the this is the token weekly Mike Fredoloni IPA question. Yeah. I mean, you're 385 years old. Right. You think you'd maybe go ahead and make an IPA by now? Well, here's the best example okay. I can use for you. <laughs> yes. Is okay. Lagers came around essentially pilsners at first. Mm-hmm. It took German brewers about a hundred years to accept that style and make to it. even think it's <laughs> right. worth, but, worthy. But they didn't okay. make a pilsner; they made their own style, which became the Helles Lager. Okay, like the base for everything, sure. you know, for the lager style beer. So Germans really are because of the heritage. It's special to them to make that style and for it to be unique to them. Mm. IPA. They have a lot of respect for what we're doing here for the beer styles, and they really enjoy them quite a bit, but that's not their cup of tea. They feel they're the experts in making these styles of beer. And Germany, German purity laws, could they even make them? Technically not. Technically oh, really? Not, yeah. right? Why? So Why? Just some, some different elements about it. Don't quote me on it, because I'm just more of the yeah, sales guy. Sure. Sure. A but, lot of, the, I can take this one, yeah. a lot of, especially the, the newer hazy ones will use different malts that, mm-hmm. that wouldn't fly and i and i you know some of the production styles and the Hmm. yeast strains that they use might be a little different than the traditional german ones yep but to your point 
we do have like a little experimental at our brewery. Okay. Cr- kind of a craft thing that we can sell on site there. Nice. So it's like a bourbon barrel Doppelbach okay. like this and some things with mandarin um, hops and different things like that. But because it's not technically within the Rhine Heights we mm-hmm. wouldn't produce it and get it out there. But if you were there, you would have the opportunity to I buy could try that. some. Tell yeah. me, remind me, because I remember you telling us stories about how much beer goes through in an Oktoberfest. Yep. Give us an idea of that because I want to say like two something hundred thousand kegs or something weird like right. that. So it's seven point <laughs> three million liters of beer last year at Oktoberfest alone. Seven point three million liters of beer. It, it essentially incredible. comes in like gasoline tanker trucks. Right? <laughs> really? Yeah. We don't worry about the kegs and stuff like that. But keg equivalents about one hundred seventy thousand kegs in a short amount of time. Imagine you thought be- I was joking when I said no. two hundred thousand kegs. One hundred seventy thousand kegs of beer yeah. in a seventeen day period. Essentially, yes. That so is nutty. In the first segment, uh, Mike. I were talking about my, my dad's a retired deputy sheriff now just part-time kind of truck driver right and i kind of got on his case a little bit last week he was involved in a minor accident i said why are you still working you know you don't need to keep working <laughs> if he drove the tanker truck yes. with yep. the beer you would have a whole Sweet. different view of it i'd be his co-pilot because you're like they won't even notice if i skim 19 no, gallons off no. that truck no, they we gotta stop have, here we yeah. gotta... <laughs> sorry i interrupted so, your question I mean, it's just in, in germany what is the equivalent beer like what? What is is this Germany's Budweiser? I mean, what is it no. like? So, I, not Budweiser in taste, but in like understanding of this is America's beer. Is that Germany's beer? Uh, for us, it'd be more for us. We're very much the specialties of Hefeweizen. Okay. So, like a comparison here would be like a Blue Moon. A Blue you Moon, you know, like that Got size it. and stuff like okay. that. So, like a Germany basic beer is more of that light pilsner. Now, mm-hmm. it's more of a Northern German kind of a theme. Okay. Beer. So, if you think of like a Warsteiner, uh, a Veltins, or something like that, mm-hmm. would be more of the standard style. Otherwise, our, our traditional lager in Southern Germany, the Helles, would be kind of like that. Okay. But our wheat beer is our bread and butter for us specifically. Well, and Joe said something interesting in the green room, you know, when you mentioned like the Budweiser, they actually are the beer sponsor of Bayern Munich, which is the big soccer team mm-hmm. over there. And it's interesting uh, to know that the Loons, the, the local Minnesota United, the new stadium there is very similar to the the German uh, Allianz Field, right? It's, it's essentially the, a replica because yeah. it's Allianz Arena in yep. Munich, yep. and like the lighting scheme and everything oh, pretty much a, is like a replica of that stadium. No, no, they have just like a few of those Allianz Fields. Very like, limited, yeah, as just far as I know. The there's like world. three overall, yep. and it's a very unique, specific engineered. It's super cool, and I'm excited to have it in town. Uh, I'll be at Byron personally on the 17th of March, you know, oh, seeing a game and uh, cool. just getting ready to go. What the sad oh. part is, though, is you, you look at a real team at Bayern Munich playing and one of those guys is making 47 million well, bucks a year. Huh. And here you have a guy making 4,300 bucks for the year. One oh. guy's making 750. No, though. I think like Lewandowski over there, he's making it's, it's crazy money. money. Wait yeah. a minute. And I should know this given that I, you know, I still work an hour on this radio sure, station you're still every on week. Score station, score north. <laughs> but, and we are the home for Minnesota United yes. FC soccer. You're telling me yep. that opening day is on bleeping St. Patrick's Day? No, that's, that's over. in Munich. That's in Munich. I'll just be at a game physically there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting there thinking, God help well, us, one and all. I mean, it's in April. There's still going to be snow. It's Why gonna, not do it on St. Patrick's Day? Well, last, last year's opening day here was in it snow. It was snowing yeah. Yeah. and freezing cold. Yeah. And okay. You know that. what I'm excited about, Serena? Is the light rail. But, yeah. I want to do like a light yeah. rail pub crawl to the game. Get off. Get oh the pub. God. Get a pole honor yeah. before the game. <laughs> and they oh, then try to light rail back. <laughs> that could be a blast. You know, and we've always joked, or not even joked, but we've 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 threatened to do this, but because we're all 
we're all out of the game dads. We haven't done it yet. We're all but, old. Yeah, yeah, we're all old. We want to be in bed by nine forty-five. We just hop right out. But that's what we have always threatened: is we should just do a a, a yes. light rail pub crawl from here yeah, to well. the. Wherever. Just well, you could invite guests of the time. fans of oh, the show and just be like, all right, cool. meet us at this spot. We're all just yeah. going to go work our way um, down Steve, the game. Yeah. Steve, the guy who's listening. Steve, come with us to the light rail. I'm inviting our listener. <laughs> our <laughs> listener. <laughs> that well, guy. We, yeah, Steve. <laughs> we've always appreciated you listening. You were going to say Steve. something, Tom. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, we, we could... I, this is a great idea. I mean, if we're going to bring Steve down to these various bars, yeah. they're going to treat we're us well. We're paying for Steve. I'm, what, what's the <laughs> well, name the, of the company the, the that ran your... Um, everybody's going to be Steve. What, what's the name of the company that ran your uh, bags Get tournament? Get Knit. They have a they have a plan for the Light yeah. Rare Beer yeah. Tour, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mentioned yeah. that. I mean, now with... with uh, with the soccer field right there, I mean, it's going to be pretty cool to see. We're excited about it. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that was a, a funny thing to mention because, yeah, I mean, they're drinking Polliner at, at, at Bayern München. That's cool. Which is a, one of the biggest soccer teams in the world. So let's do a quick diversion to that. It's The arena itself, is that a 20,000, 25,000? less than that. Is here. it less than that? No. Here, I think it's like 22,000. Okay. 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 In, okay. in Munich, I want to say it's it, the one there is 79,000. So a little bit, it's a little bit of a bigger team. It is too. an impressive yeah, structure longer. when you buy, when you drive. Like, by it's it, very cool. Have you seen with the lights job. on? With I, with all the exterior lighting on? I have yes. because we had an event uh, that I, I had to drive to. Actually, oddly enough, to Summit at okay. night, and I drove by it on my way from here. And was it that super foggy day where it was lighting up the entire? Yeah, sky? it was yeah, pretty miles cool. away. It was very very. It cool. was pretty cool. They've had the TVs on in that stadium for like fifteen days straight. Huh. That's in the cold. <laughs> I, I, honest to God, I think that's what it must be. So yeah. I, I live in that area. There's a McDonald's in that parking lot. I eat McDonald's almost every day. It's thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and I drive through that McDonald's and the all the TVs on. There's not a person in sight and every TV is on. What are so they, they watching? Must be, I can't tell. Hmm. It looks like it might be probably soccer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think it's uh, yeah, ESPN Day Ocho. <laughs> um, are you guys good on time? Can you stick around? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Maybe somebody could go get us a beer. Ocho, Ocho. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just openly campaigning for someone to fill his big yapper full of alcohol. I can't go get it. Uh, We're going to come back uh, with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. We're going to step aside for just a brief moment. That's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. You're listening to The Beer Show live on Score North and scorenorth.com. Final segment of the beer show here on Score North on 1500 and online. We are scorenorth.com. It's Reavers. It's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. And we are still in the middle of our weekly beer room with our friends from Elevated to Beer, Wine and Spirits, the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities, in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd, and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And Tom is here this evening. I had a question for you off the air, yeah. but I want to ask this to you on the air. Because I only know from personal experience, when the weather is this lousy, <laughs> I find myself maybe drinking a bit more than I normally would in a given week. Is that the case with many consumers? Because honest to God, I don't leave the house. Yeah. And so I have two young kids and a wife, and uh, it's great. Yeah, I love them. To, I love them dearly. But I, I, 
Daddy needs to medicate. Well, and, and, <laughs> and actually for us, it's a it's a slower time for sure. Really, you know, sometimes we'll see those spikes when it were we got the snownami coming in where people really don't want to get some. Okay, get they got to get provisions, right? Yeah. Okay. So we'll see those spikes, but overall, and the reason I think, and this is not very scientific, but... And by you know, the way, you better give Barrero and Guard uh, credit for that uh, name that you just threw out there. So that's, that, that's, fine, that's fine. That's fine. Because I'll get a text. I'll get a text later. I don't want to get yelled at. I think we invented I'll that. Leave a, I'll leave a fiver here for you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Um, but so I think that like, you know, staying home drinking is kind of happening either way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and what we lose out on are these get-togethers where you're actually going out, maybe you're having a party or doing these other things where there's more people getting together and, and buying for things like that. Well, you so, know what you have coming up? Then you got to be happy because you'll have the Wild will obviously have a huge, deep playoff run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Timberwolves will probably have like a massive playoff run. What the hell have you been drinking? Gophers will probably play in the Final Four. Yep, the Final Four. Yeah, that one right. they score 16 points in the first half. Yeah. They won't. <laughs> no, they won't. We, we, we honestly, Michigan. you know, we honestly can see the difference if the Vikings go into the playoffs like Absolutely. they did the year sure. before last really? versus last year. We can totally see it. Okay. The numbers. So okay. And are they, they're obviously the sport that influences buying decisions more than any other yeah, team because the Vikings control this town. Yeah. And I mean, it's just so specific and, and concentrated to mm-hmm. that one, you know, eight, 16, you know, Sundays a, a year, sure. hopefully more, but, uh, um, and of course the Super Bowl and you know yeah, things like that. Yeah, sure. so it, it, yeah, we definitely. It's funny that you see that, but yeah, I mean, if the Wild go, uh, you'll have some random <clears throat> Tuesday that will be real busy, yep, right? Yep. Tuesday night it will be fun if For they sure. don't trade off their whole team. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> They're trading up, not trading off. But you don't think I weather agree. like <laughs> this? You don't think that weather like this genuinely affects uh, the, the the buying crowd as much as as I it's would depressing to believe? Yeah, it's not party time. It's <laughs> <laughs> might be drinking to go to sleep time. It's definitely not party time. Well, because well, I was having a. Co- I'm sorry, Joe. I'll give you a chance to answer. So I was having a conversation with with a guy that I work with, mm-hmm. and um, basically the 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 deciding factor we came to because we had both been in warm weather climates and we had come back from vacations and we said, you know what. The reason we do it, it just gives us something to do. Mm-hmm. Because there's, no, I mean, there's out, nothing to do. There's really, I mean, if you're an outdoorsman, if you like to go snowmobiling, if you cross-country ski, if you downhill ski or whatever, if you're an ice fish, you know, if you ice fish, sure. you're out there having a couple cold ones or whatever, but it just gives you something to do. So it's like a sport is what right. you're saying. Okay, I think so. Anyway, go ahead, Joe. You're going <laughs> to no, you're, you're spot on. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I nailed it. Yeah, you're he said on. exactly what he was going to say. Yeah. So that? as a salesman... Of a heritage brand, right? Yep. You can you walk in, you're gonna they're gonna carry your beer right. most places. But you're just seeing, I assume numbers just have to crawl down a little bit. And then we had the Super Bowl and then I mean, you're going against big numbers, right? Not just for us, but I got I mean, national data I saw today through February 9th, beer is down nationally one point one percent. I saw Let me ask you this. Wow. Can they deliver beer when it gets this cold out? Well, there is that really cold spurt. Yep. They didn't deliver for two days. Oh, Majority really? distributors, just the beer will freeze. We huh. literally had a beer load come in from our warehouse from the East Coast. It froze this week, and the kegs were popping, and uh, all the beer is destroyed. Beer sickles. Yeah. So instead should... of a fridge, they needed a heater on well, the trailer. Well, traditionally, well, you're sort of right. They will use a reefer unit. They can keep it controlled to keep around 30 like, degrees yeah. in that area. Okay. They'll shift it that way versus just a traditional way. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But, you know, like the weather now, yeah, they can deliver. They got it under control in mm-hmm. and out. And the distributors do a very good job with dealing with weather. God here. forbid 
there was a 10-day stretch where Tom had to come into the radio and say, I'm sorry we're out of beer. Because Minnesota would burn Minnesota down. Yes. We would be nutty. I would we're, hold the match. Let, let's ask this. Minnesota, Joe, for you, um, uh, nationwide, you know, you're in every single state, every By the single way, pa- country. Paul Brewing Company. Paul Hunter Brewing yeah, Company. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, um, five-time member, people know. Yeah, five, yeah. <laughs> five-time show attendee. Yeah. Um, what, how, what number state is Minnesota? Because it seems like we're in the top five just about every national brewer. Yeah, so we would be number I think we're number five. Yep. I, just I was going to say six, my... six and okay. five. Uh, we're very strong with the German heritage here sure. and how the sure. brands were built. The craft consumer here really understands and appreciate our styles. Okay. And they appreciate that we don't make an IPA. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Another <laughs> IPA. You know, speaking yeah. of that, I wanted to mention, you know, some of the styles that we have. You know, we talked about the Oktoberfest. That's something that people look forward to in the fall and go and grab that. Pollard Oktoberfest is the only Oktoberfest we carry year-round. Oh, really? We have it year-round because, you know, just because of that, the quality Mm -hmm. and and that pedigree of that beer. Stop. Hold on, because I want a question. I want to ask both of you this question. You've probably been asked this a million times, but if I'm a buyer, I walk to your store, and I walk through the doors at Elevated, Mm -hmm. and I see Oktoberfest, am I going to be turned off? Because I'm thinking, well, it's... It's bleeping February. I'm not buying an Oktoberfest. <laughs> or is the brand recognition with that kind of label with Polliner, is it is it that strong that that people just know that yeah. it's it's made year round? Yeah, I think I think really that that you know it's the latter. I, I think that overcomes a little bit of that confusion maybe that you might have. Um, but Do you we, think people know Oktoberfest is a style of beer, not just a marketing time period? Yeah, and you know that's something we try to do at at Elevated is is really talk through that. You know, so our staff will know that that's the Meritson style. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's similar to you know some of your amber or brown ales or you know even the box that we talk about. You, you get that maltiness and and uh, a nice clean dry finish, but uh, you know. The, it, it becomes kind of those go-to for those people that really love that mm. that style. and So, like, that style, like, let's say Dos Equis Amber, it's essentially the same thing mm-hmm. of that Marzen style. Yeah. So we call it a in, different thing. In the Oktoberfest, the Marzen, or Mertzen, which is proper, is for Mars, which means March. So, originally, Oktoberfest... Not be- the planet, the month. Correct. <laughs> Got it. So, the, uh, the, the March beer, because of the refrigeration, since we're talking about it today anyways... Um, it was kept in the, the beer caverns, and they'd pull it out in the beer garden, drink that March beer all summer. You couldn't brew the beer because of heat and bacteria in the summertime. Mm-hmm. So whatever was left over was then served at Oktoberfest for the next brewing cycle, essentially. So that's how that March amber beer is associated with Oktoberfest here. Hmm. Oh, wow. So. Learn something new. Damn yeah, cool. I try. I was trying to not learn something. But yeah, right. that's why they offer something. it year round. It's because it's very popular style. It's a it's a March beer. It is associated with Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. but a lot of people do drink it year round. So if you're so, Joe, if you're selling that year round, that's got to be your highest volume. One of your highest volume beers. Surprisingly, not our Hefeweizen is our, our okay. highest volume. Okay, it's kind of like what we were saying about the benchmark for the brewery. We are really known for Oktoberfest as being one of six official. Oktoberfest breweries, but our wheat beers is what we're worldwide really known for. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting because I, I love this style. I mean, I was turned on because of these guys years ago to that style of beer, and I, I love it, but I'm always thinking to myself, well, Seems crap. Weird. I can't drink I can't, I can't even. I can't even get it for some weeks in October. Sure, <laughs> it's gone. You know, by the time. But, well, our but, friends at Elevated got you covered. Though. Yeah. Nice. So at the tasting this weekend, we're going to have the Mart Mertzen. Uh, we'll Mark have- Madsen. 
No, we won't have He's Mark claiming Manson. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tom will dance around <laughs> like him. So, you know, if you want to see just, it. Uh, With that I sweet Timberwolves hat on. Yeah, that's in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I'll have them sit we'll have the Oktoberfest. Uh, the other beers from Polliner Lager. Uh, Hefeweizen. And then the Doppelbach, the Salvador. And the Salvador Doppelbach. And we'll also have, I don't know if they're going to open it up, but we'll also have the Radler N.A. Really? Non-alcoholic? Yep. Non-alcoholic Radler. Pass. Lots of protein. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> they suckered me into that dump one. Some, dump some vodka in there, you'll be good it, to go. It's just, you know, I mentioned it because it's it's so different than any of the other NAs that we have. Yeah. You I, said it's Radler NA? Yeah. So and it I, tastes kind of like uh, Swedish? Yeah, it's like got a little, uh, that lemon. I want to go down that route really briefly because I, I get asked this a lot about a, NA beer, and obviously this is one that's successful for you guys. Is it? Uh, is it beneficial for a heritage brewery like you guys to, to to produce this or are you guys doing it because you want to be the one brewery that's providing a really good consistent and quality non-alcoholic beer it it's beneficial to us because it is somewhat of a traditional style so the rattlers um would come from southern bavaria or munich area so this is more of a traditional thing for us cool. yes and so, a rattler explain that because i i happen to be at oktoberfest once yep. you know brag of me Super good because it tastes like a beer with Sprite in it. What, yeah. What is it? So essentially, yeah, a traditional Rattler is essentially like a Hellas Lager and like a Sprite. Oh, so like the style so we're used to is more of a wheat beer mm-hmm. with the lemon juice with it, which is in Germany, it's known as a Rus or a Russian, okay. essentially. So yeah, that's huh. the long story short. So Roos. Reavers, when people are asking you about NA beers, I think they're actually telling you, you should work in some NA beers. Oh, is that? <laughs> yeah, is they're that what asking you like when they say like, well, "What's your favorite non-alcoholic <laughs> drink?" And you're like, "What do you mean? Why would I know any non-alcoholic well, drinks?" Well, I just I I know a lot of people that either have um, given up beer as a choice or sure. they they just had to, but they they will ask, you know, what are some good NA yeah, options? And yeah. I just don't know enough about that that side of it that I you know I so that's good to well, find you, you out. Saw, I mean, Crown's doing like the water thing, mixing a water deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little weird, isn't it? Mix it in NA. How about that? Yeah. Just have a Radler. If you're at Salvador Fest, mix it in NA helps you survive when you drink an 8% beer. Yeah, that's a good point. We're doing a Salvador Fest at Gas House in Northeast on April 6th, you guys. So if you want to come down and get a liter of uh, some good old German beer, you're more than welcome. Perfect. That sounds I like need to turn my mic on. Yeah. Uh, mention that again. I love gas stuff. So yep. when was that event? Uh, April 6th. Cool. Saturday night. We're going to do it. We do an annual uh, Salvador Fest event there. So we turn the basement to a traditional German beer hall and rock it out. That is the Saturday night of the Final Four. Cool. Ooh. Sweet Jesus. That's going to be a party. So gophers. No. What, what do you no, mean? No, no. Joe's going to be wearing his shorts. Yeah, that later holds later it. Later holds do they it? still have, now if I'm if, 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 at Gas House, do they still have the snuff little things like your little, your little machine? Do you the know snuff that? board. The yeah. snuff board. It's like this little springboard that you put snuff on, you hold it to your nose, and it shoots snuff up into your nose. So like, oh, God. You're snorting tobacco. You're snorting yeah. tobacco. Have you never done that there? No. Oh, it's well, a blast. my late grandfather would have loved doing <laughs> that. He, he would have been there all the time. He's he like a... basically saying, oh, I'll take some Tabasco yep. sauce and jam it into my nose. Like, it's oh, good God. for cleaning your nostrils out. That's yeah. for sure. Grandpa Lug was... Two tins of Copenhagen a day, man. You yeah. would have loved that. Oh, he would absolutely love that. Yeah. Yeah. It probably wouldn't have been fresh enough for him 
if he's doing Copenhagen. No, oh, he, what's the date? You know what he doesn't? He doesn't shy away. That's for sure. Probably why he's not no longer with us. I'm kidding. Uh, so let's recap here really brief in the, in the closing minutes that we have here on the Beer Show. Uh, Paul Hunter is uh, Brewing Company is the guest here on the Beer Show. Two tastings this weekend at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Uh, both locations are, will be able to serve you first on Friday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location. That, of course, is Five located... What did I just say? Three to five. Sorry, five to, five to seven p.m. Uh, at Hiawatha and Forty Second in South Minneapolis. Three to five on Saturday in White Bear Lake and yep. Highway Sixty One and Fourth Street in White Bear Lake. And uh, you get to, you know what? We don't mention this enough, but it's a really cool opportunity to sample great beer, beer that's been around forever mm-hmm. because it's great, and you get to do it for free. You get to do it for free, Tom. It's a no-brainer. Get out of your uh, snow hole. Come out. Grab a <laughs> whoa. <laughs> grab, grab a, a couple six packs, and then you can go climb right back in and get in your couch and and not Relax. leave for the rest of the weekend. All right. So, Joe, uh, if people want to find out more information about you guys, your brewery, all these cool events that you guys have, whether uh, it's here locally or or nationally, worldwide, where can they find that information? Definitely sir? with our Paul Honor USA Facebook and Instagram. Also, our website, Paul Honor. Um, Dot com will list a lot of really cool stuff about the brands and everything like that. And he is the first five-time returning champion to the beer show. The first? Where's my elevated five yeah, coach? You, know, you, know? you, you gotta get a little uh, green He needed one for the thumb. I Although, wait a minute, because Lina Kugel might have beat him. Yes. Only because he takes over the state fair every Who's single year. the official well, stat keeper of the beer show? I'm right. doing that. It's That's probably me. my job. I <laughs> need to do that at some point. Joel, thanks for coming thanks on Thanks for again. having me again. Appreciate we'll see you it. soon. And, uh, of course, everything you need elevated-related is all available online social media you guys do a great job of promoting not only events appearances on this show but everything beer related online yeah the t- the tasting schedule is on there you can check out the tastings for this weekend and and weekends to come it's elevatedbws.com uh, social media channels elevated bws or elevated wbl thank you tom thank you how much for that hat Eh, not for sale. Dang it. <laughs> I, I thought I could maybe work it out of him, but you uh, bend the rim and then he'd be all mad. See, I just I can't. The only thing I don't like about it is the flat brim. He's got to bend no. that thing. Look like a man. No, oh, he right. looks cool. I'm just kidding. Looks Thank like you, a baller. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. We'll talk to you again very soon, Michael. That's gonna do it for this week's edition. Reavers, you're the best. I am the best. And if you missed any portion of the program, you can always check out the podcast, and you can find it online at scorenorth.com I almost said the former uh, flagship uh, uh, call letters but scorenorth.com is where you can find that information and uh, we have another big show coming up with you again next Thursday night at 6pm and I just realized that I'm 60 seconds early so I'm going to spit fire and talk to you more about this fantastic production that you can find every single Thursday night at 6pm Michael <laughs> Did, is that the longest you could ad lib for? No, exactly three really. more seconds I kind of ran out of steam a little bit because I was trying to somewhat pay attention to the gopher game then i realized that that was at halftime and then i kind of i kind of came back and i thought oh my god i i I created you know what i did what did you do i did a rookie mistake of cracking a microphone in this business in that you freaked out because you thought you didn't have enough time and the fact you had too much time of dribbling down and picking the ball up you're like oh i should have kept dribbling Uh, is that what the equivalent is yes maybe or jumping in the air and passing are you still gonna sell me that hat time no. Okay, I, did, I didn't think so. I thought maybe that's why he turned his microphone on again. Uh, thanks again to our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, and of course to Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores for being proud supporters of this show since its inception almost six years ago. My name is Chris Reavers. We'll do this again next Thursday night. Until then, cheers. NBA basketball is up next right here on scorenorth.com.